How do you trust God when it seems like everything is crashing down around you? Managing your life is more than just time management. Time management helps you get everything done without feeling overwhelmed, but there is a lot more to managing your life in a way that you can enjoy it through every season. It can be hard to trust God when you look at everything surrounding you, and it seems like there's no way out. There's no way around. There's no way through. You are stuck, and this is it. It's difficult in those seasons. It's easy to let our emotions take control and get sucked into the way things appear in the natural. But remember, God is doing things behind the scenes you can't see. Trust God through it all, no matter how difficult the situation, and He will get you through. I'm bringing you three ways to trust God in the midst of the difficult season. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. I'm sitting here curled up with my blanket and my hot cup of coffee. It's actually Monday morning. I haven't recorded the Monday of an episode for a while, but I'm slowly getting back into the swing of things, getting back into the routine. But it's kind of nice sitting here in the quiet morning takes me back to the beginning of recording episodes for this podcast. I want to talk to you today about your feelings, letting your emotions lead instead of the Holy Spirit, and trusting God in those difficult seasons. As you all know, I have been in a little bit of a difficult season the past few weeks, and it hasn't been easy. I have definitely (laughs) let my emotions take control for moments. But it hasn't lingered and I haven't let them stay because I can't. I know that I can trust God and I've been on both sides of letting my emotions take control or letting the Holy Spirit take control. I can say without a doubt that it is a whole lot better when you let the Holy Spirit lead. It's easy to live off of your feelings, let them control your thoughts, your actions, and your words. But the Bible says not to let feelings and emotions control us. In episode 50, it's linked in the show notes if you want to take a listen to that one, I talked about the Holy Spirit and letting the Holy Spirit take over, not our emotions. We have our emotions, but they should not be our driving force. We can take time to feel what we're feeling, acknowledge it, but then move on. Don't sit in it, wallow in it, or let it linger. If we give in to our emotions, we ignore letting the Holy Spirit be our driving force. I saw this quote I want to read to you. It's from John Piper, his Finally Alive book. Now, I haven't read the book yet. It's on my list to read, so I'm not necessarily promoting you reading this book because I don't know what it says. I can't say if I like it or agree with it. If you read it, I have no idea what you're getting just yet. But 
This quote, it's so good. My feelings are not God. God is God. My feelings do not define truth. God's word defines truth. My feelings are echoes and responses to what my mind perceives. And sometimes, many times, my feelings are out of sync with the truth. When that happens, and it happens every day in some measure, I try not to bend the truth to justify my imperfect feelings. But rather, I plead with God. Purify my perceptions of your truth and transform my feelings so that they are in sync with the truth. I want you to sit in this for a moment and just let it sink in. Feelings are not God. God is God. My feelings do not define truth. God's word defines truth. What does that mean to you? When our emotions start to take over, I really encourage you to pray what John Piper says. God, purify my perceptions of your truth and transform my feelings so that they are in sync with the truth. What is currently happening in your life? Are your emotions ruling because of your situation? Or are you letting the Holy Spirit rule? That leads me into number one of the three ways to trust God. Don't let your emotions take control. If you have followed along with the past couple weeks of episodes, you have heard what is happening in our household. We have some huge emotional situations going on. Seeing our son in pain and with this diagnosis that in the natural, it would follow him the rest of his life. There's no way out of it. There's no fixing it in the medical world. Except we have God on our side and he can do anything. I have had moments of letting my emotions rule but I know what God's word says. And I remind myself of that and I shake it off. I stand on the truth and I ask God to rule over my emotions. I didn't always do that. (laughs) I actually used to be very emotional. Just ask Johnny. It really wasn't that long ago. Maybe what, three years ago? I've been on this journey for a long time and I'm still on this journey, but now I have tools to help. I still have all these emotions, but I've learned to manage them instead of letting them manage me. I don't consider myself emotional anymore. I have moments of needing to manage my emotions, but I'm not emotional. I don't let them rule my thoughts and actions any longer. I remember one time when Johnny and I were first married, I got really angry, like really angry. I don't even remember what it was about now. So obviously it wasn't that big a video, but my emotions definitely took over. But I remember what happened. He did or he said something that got to me. Whatever it was, it definitely did not warrant my response. But my emotions were ruling my thoughts and actions. And I did nothing to stop it. We both were in the wrong with how we acted in that situation. With how we reacted, actually. We completely reacted. But it was just that. It was a reaction. My initial response to whatever it was that he did was to be hurt and take it personal, which turned into anger very, very quickly. I was standing on one side of the bed and he was on the other. I yelled and I don't even remember what I said, but it was not something that would spur on a healthy conversation. I'll tell you that. Whatever it was that I said, it was intentionally said to attack and to hurt him back. Definitely not letting the Holy Spirit lead me in that moment. 
my reacting that way, it caused him to react the same. And it turned into two people who are supposed to be on the same side, who are supposed to be supportive and love one another. We ended up verbally attacking each other and it got us nowhere. Of course, we worked through it. We learned from our mistakes. We're better for it. But that moment was not my best. Had I sat and prayed for God to purify my perceptions of his truth and transform my feelings so that they're in sync with the truth, that situation would have gone much different. It turned into what it did because I let my emotions rule instead of letting the Holy Spirit lead. Had I paused before reacting in my emotions, I would have responded with love and compassion, trying to see these things from his point of view. Looking back, I can see what I should have done differently, but I can't change what happened. I can only learn from it and I can grow. I want you to pause and remember a situation that you let your emotions take control. Was it with your spouse, your kids, a family member or a close friend? Or maybe it was towards yourself, letting your mom guilt or depression and anxiety creep in and take control instead of focusing on the truth and what his word says. Maybe that happened a week ago, or an hour ago, or right before you turned this podcast on. That's okay. It happened. Let's move on and be more prepared for next time. It's so easy for our emotions to take control in a situation or a difficult season. In order to prevent that from happening, we need to have a plan in place before it happens. Whether you're in that season now, or it's going to be coming at some point down the road because we will all have a difficult season, having that plan in place will help you take control of those emotions and see things for what it is. And then you can let the Holy Spirit rule in their place. So what is your plan? By the end of this episode, you should have a good grasp on what you need to do. And then I want you to do your homework. Your homework is to create a plan for the next time your emotions decide that they want to rule. Number two is stand on his word. Part of your plan, well, the main part of your plan, is to have verses at the ready. The Bible is God's living, breathing word. And he says in Proverbs 7, 1 through 3, My son, keep my words and treasure my commandments within you, so that they are readily available to guide you. Keep my commandments alive, And keep my teaching and law as the apple of your eye. Bind them securely on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. If you spend constant time with God and reading the Bible so his word is in you, both in knowledge and written on your heart. If you have God's word written on your heart and verses at the ready when situations and seasons in life get difficult and your emotions are ready to take over because it's going to happen, you can stand in the truth. And instead of giving into those emotions, you can stand firm in what God has said. It may not be easy at first if you haven't been spending time in the Bible and studying and memorizing verses. That's okay. Over time, they will be there at the forefront of your mind. But until then, as you're reading and a verse stands out to you, write it down. Have a booklet of verses that you can stand on and cling to when you need them the most. Here's a few just to help get you started, and then you can add to it as you go. Romans 8.28 And we know that all things work together for good 
to them that love God, and to them who are called according to his purpose. Psalms 147.3 He heals the brokenhearted and bandages their wounds. Colossians 3.15 The peace that Christ gives is to guide you in the decisions you make, for it is to this peace that God has called you together in one body. John 14.27 Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. That's John 14.27 Philippians 4.6-7 This is one of my favorites. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. There are so many verses that I could read out to you to help get you started, but I want you to take the time to delve into the word and find ones that really stand out to you. Then write them down, meditate on them. When your emotions start to get ahead of you, pull out your book of special verses and stand on them. When you feel like it's hopeless or you'll never get through this, stand on these verses. Once you focus on God and his word, there's no room for anything else. You make room for the Holy Spirit to move in that situation instead of your emotions. Once you focus on his word, you're able to rest in his truth. You can trust that God has the situation under control. It may not seem like it from the outside perspective. It may not feel like there's an end or that this could ever work out for good. But one verse you can stand on to remind yourself to trust God and where he's leading you, and what he can do with the current circumstances you face, is Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. God will do what he promised. Your current situation, your current circumstances, they may look grim in the moment, but God has promised life and life abundantly. He has promised to work all things for good. He will do what he promised. So stand on that. The third and last thing is stay focused. When you get bogged down by what things look like on the outside, what your situation is currently, the impossible feeling of getting through this, you will have a hard time seeing the truth in the midst of all of that. So stay focused on the truth. Stay focused on what God has promised you. Get your eyes off of your current situation and fix your eyes on Jesus Christ, the Alpha and Omega, Jehovah Jireh, your provider, Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals, Jehovah Shalom, your peace. He is your God of peace. God is a good God. He will not let you fall. Stay focused on who God is, what he has promised, and the things he has already done for you. So when you're in that difficult situation, start with these three things. Have your book of verses at the ready. Focus on what God has said. Focus on his promises. Focus on the truth. Stand on his word. And don't let your emotions rule the situation. Let the Holy Spirit rule the situation. You'll be able to get through anything when you focus on God and his truth and his promise in the midst of it. You got this, Mama. Thank you, God, that you have given us your word to stand on when things look grim. Thank you that we can trust you 
and you have made a promise to us and you are going to keep it. Thank you for your promises scattered all throughout your word. Thank you for the promises that you have given to each of us individually. Thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Thank you that you are Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. Jehovah Shalom, our peace. You are a good, good God. Thank you for all you have done for us already and all you are going to do for us in the future and all you are doing right now. Thank you for your promise that you will restore us and you will get us through what we are going through now and you will use it for good. Thank you, God, for where this is all taking us. No matter how difficult our situation is in the moment, you have something good in store and you are going to turn this around and use it for your glory. Amen. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.